Most of my books are now available as audiobooks. Go to maniacontheloose.com slash audiobooks. If you like scary stories, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Maniac on the Loose Scary Stories Podcast. (laughs) Sit back and relax. Keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times. And enjoy the ride. The Bad Cop I'm what do-gooders refer to as a bad cop, and between you and me, they're not wrong. I patrol the business district of an old town and I lay down the law. Restaurants in town all give me a free lunch. They know I won't come when they call otherwise. Jewelry stores in town give me items at cost. If they don't, I'll just sit by and watch when someone robs them. Local drug dealers give me a cut of the action, or else I'll bust their ass and throw them in a cage. I harass anyone out on the street who gives me even a hint of suspicion. I'll stop them and pummel them with a barrage of questions, doing everything I can to get them to incriminate themselves so I can haul them in or knock them in the shins with my nightstick if they get mouthy. I run this town. I'm strict, and probably not fair, but what are you going to do about it? Call my boss? Go ahead. I collect more money for this town than anyone. The only discipline I'll ever receive is a light slap on the wrist while I'm simultaneously being patted on the back. Back in the old days, the emphasis was on keeping the peace. Nowadays, it's all about enforcing laws, writing tickets, you know, collecting commerce for the city. So as long as I write my fair share of tickets, the chief doesn't care. And believe me, I'll write out a ticket at the drop of a hat. I love watching the distressed look on the faces of the peons as I drop a fine on them. I always get a good chuckle when people refer to me as a public servant and imply that I work for them. (laughs) What a joke. People can believe whatever they want, but let me make one thing perfectly clear. I am the king of this town. I'm the boss, the citizens are the employees. I'm the parent, the citizens are the children. I'm the ruler, the citizens are the peasants. Those are the facts, and if you don't like it, I don't give a shit. It was a Thursday night just before midnight. I was cruising through the historical district of town and noticed a man on a bicycle rolling down the sidewalk. He turned and cut through a bank parking lot and then rode up behind one of the old buildings. He wasn't doing anything wrong, but he didn't have a solid white light on the front of his bike or a solid tail light on the back of his bike, as is mandated by the town. 
That was a good enough excuse for me to question him and hopefully get him to slip up so I could slap the cuffs on him and haul him down to the station. As he got off his bicycle and started punching a code to an electronic door lock on the back door to a large building, I zoomed through the parking lot, shined my bright lights on him and jumped out of my car. Hey buddy, come here. The man turned around and smiled at me. He was about six feet tall with wavy salt and pepper hair. He was wearing a casual light blue long sleeve t-shirt and jogging pants. He had a hawk nose and a sharp gaze. His unusually white teeth were exposed when he smiled and approached me. His voice was smooth and almost hypnotic. Yes? Can I help you? You don't have lights on the front or back of that bike. It's required by city ordinance. I wasn't aware of the ordinance. Thank you for informing me. I'll correct the situation. This guy was smooth, but I wasn't near finished with him. You know I could write you a ticket for that if I wasn't such a nice guy. He stood staring at me while holding the grin. He said nothing. What are you doing out this late? He motioned to his bicycle. Riding my bike? Little late for a bike ride, don't you think? What were you really doing? He stood gazing at me with that intimidating stare, but didn't respond to me. Technically, it was smart on his part. Citizens aren't required to answer any questions I ask them, but most aren't aware of their rights. In this state, they are required to tell me their name if I ask. What's your name, buddy? He didn't hesitate with his answer. Bartholomew Galilee. Date of birth? His grin widened. I don't remember. This guy was messing with me and it was pissing me off. You don't remember your birthday? Okay, wise guy, give me your social security number. His smile widened more and his white teeth were beaming like reflectors, but he didn't answer me. Hey, did you hear me? He nodded. Oh, I heard you just fine. So what's the damn number? Again, no response, so I removed my nightstick from its holster and pointed it at him. I was hoping to frighten him. It wasn't working. If anything, it seemed to amuse him. Where do you live? The mysterious man pointed at the building behind him. I'm the owner of that building. I live there. I've given you my name. You and I both know I wasn't doing anything wrong. So if there isn't anything else you need, I'd like to proceed into my building now. Is that okay with you, officer? This guy knew his rights and it was really irritating me. He knew he didn't have to answer any of my questions other than to provide his name. He knew he wasn't doing anything wrong, so technically I couldn't charge him with a crime. He knew that unless I was arresting him or detaining him for a suspicion of a crime, he didn't have to stand there and chat with me, and I had to let him go. 
But what he didn't know was that being all alone in the darkness behind the buildings where there were no witnesses, it would be his word against mine, and judges will always believe the word of a cop over a peasant citizen. I got chest to chest with the man and stared into those dark, cold eyes. I was just hoping he'd touch me and give me a reason to crack his skull. But he didn't. He just stared at me in the most sinister of ways. It honestly sent a chill down my spine, but I wasn't going to let him know that. Quite the contrary, I amped up my intimidation tactic and spoke to him in a harsh whisper. It's your word against mine, buddy, and no one is going to take your word over a cop. And this cop says you just shoved me. I raised my nightstick high in the air and had every intention of bringing it down onto the man's skull. If it killed him, it killed him. It was self-defense. I mean, that's what I tell everyone. And who wouldn't believe me? But then something unusual happened. My arm froze in mid-strike. I couldn't move at all. I tried, but it wouldn't budge. And then the man's cold eyes lit up red, and he snarled, revealing fangs. I swear to God, he had fangs. The man's voice became hoarse as he spoke to me in a growl. Do you want to die tonight? I felt my eyes well up with tears, and I started blubbering like a baby as the tears raced down my cheeks. No, no, please, no. That's right. Beg me. <laughs> please, I beg you, please, I don't want to die. I wailed on for a bit, and as I did, the monstrous man before me chuckled. I am your superior. You are a speck of dirt. He snatched the nightstick from my hand and elevated it high into the night air. I didn't even have time to raise my hand in a defensive posture. I was about to be pummeled to death, but then in a flash, the intimidating man simply handed the nightstick back to me. Have a nice evening, officer. With that, the mysterious, daunting man pushed his bike into the building and shut the door behind him. The next day, I asked my supervisor for a transfer to another town. I'm no longer a law enforcement officer. I'm a genuine peace officer. God only knows how many other people there are out there like the man I encountered that night. I hope I never run into another one, but if I do, I don't want to give them any reason to kill me. We hope you enjoyed the show. We're dying for you to come back for more. <laughs> Visit ManiacOnTheLoose.com, sign up for our newsletter, and I'll give you some free stuff. We'll see you soon. 
very soon. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to support the show, buy some of my books. I have a bunch of them, and most of them are free with Kindle Unlimited. Don't have Kindle Unlimited? No problem. They're all priced pretty cheap. Go to maniacontheloose.com slash books. I have some exciting news. You can now get Maniac on the Loose Scary Stories Podcast merchandise. T-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, hats, mugs, and much more. Choose from two different Maniac on the Loose Scary Stories podcast logos or get merchandise with one of my book covers on it. Visit ManiacOnTheLoose.com slash store. That's ManiacOnTheLoose.com slash store. If you like what you're hearing, please consider contributing. Any amount helps. Recurring monthly contributions are best of all. Just go to maniacontheloose.com slash support. That's maniacontheloose.com slash support. (laughs) 